What if hardship, suffering, and pain aren't an indication that we're out of step with God or that he's ticked off with us, but instead that in the pain that results from a broken creation, we can know and experience God's faithfulness and sustaining power in ways we never would if life was always light and breezy. We're glad you're here, New Creations. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 12 of the We Are Recreated podcast. Over the last several weeks, I've been thinking about pain and suffering and loss and disappointment, all the exciting things, particularly in light of Psalm 23, where it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And there's this connection that's really been standing out to me from verse 3 into verse 4. In verse 3, it says, He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And then in the very next verse, almost in the same breath, David writes, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you're with me. And I wish I could say that I thought of this for myself, but I'm sure that somebody much smarter than me probably pointed it out at some point. But have you ever noticed this, that David is walking with God God is leading him, and all of a sudden, he finds himself in the valley of the shadow of death. I mean, maybe you can relate where you know you're walking with Jesus, and that Jesus is taking you on the adventure, and all of a sudden, you're facing some storm in life, or you're enduring some affliction, or you've got some hardship that's pressing on you, and you kind of just go, well, maybe you're like me anyway, and you just go, what happened? Why am I facing this? And through all my reading of the scriptures and walking with Jesus, I have to conclude that walking with Jesus and following along in paths of righteousness doesn't preclude hard things. It doesn't automatically mean that all the hardship or the suffering is going to go away. An acquaintance of mine, Pastor Anthony, put it this way just recently. He says, following Jesus is not the elimination of suffering. It is the addition of his comfort. Hopeful persistence is holy resistance. And so it's not totally strange that if we're walking with Jesus, we might end up facing hard things still. Jesus isn't necessarily going to take away all of the hard things. He's going to add his comfort and his provision and his life in the middle of all those afflictions and moments of suffering. Following Jesus isn't the end of suffering. But we do have this promise and this assurance that in the middle of whatever we're facing, we get Jesus. We get his life and we get his peace and we get his comfort to carry us through whatever it is that we face. And we all face hardship at one point or another. And just because my hardship looks different than your hardship or somebody else's hardship seems more painful or like more suffering than our own, it doesn't diminish the heartache or the suffering that we're going through in our own lives. Following Jesus doesn't remove suffering in all of its forms. Instead, following him might mean that as we walk through the darkest valley, we're learning to become determined that we're going to depend on him through the hardship, through the discomfort, through the suffering, so that we can discover there's a purpose to be found through the process. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but I want to share with you A quote that I found from Mike Q. Daniel recently, he said, God's grace is not the absence of difficulty or even sadness. 
but his abounding sufficiency for us in the midst of it. He's enough. Just rest in him. This is a great encouragement for us. God's grace is big enough and sufficient enough to carry us through any and every situation that we find ourselves in. And while God's grace doesn't eliminate all of the agonizing experiences of life in a broken world, we can be sure that he leads us through dark valleys and that his grace is able to sustain us through to the other side and that he won't ever let us go. It seems that experiencing trouble and affliction is inevitable. It's one of the sad and unavoidable challenges of living life in a fallen world, particularly as we try to live a faith that approaches and views life so opposite to the way the world does. Maybe that's why Peter writes, Don't be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. 1 Peter 4, 12-13 Jesus said it plainly too. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John sixteen thirty three. We shouldn't be surprised, Peter said. Even Jesus suffered. From the moment he went public with his ministry life, he was ridiculed, he was lied about, he was opposed, he was mistreated, until that ultimate suffering on that just incredible first Easter weekend where he was whipped and the crown of thorns was put on his head and the nails in his hands and feet and he died on a cross like a criminal. Jesus suffered, so we can expect that we will experience pain and hardship as well. But it's not pointless, and this is the thing to know. It's not without effect. The hard experiences of life, the suffering and the painful things, actually serve to bring us into an experience of the life of Jesus bursting out of us. In John chapter 12, 24, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. If that grain of wheat just sat on a shelf in the shed, what would happen with it? Nothing. But if that same grain of wheat is buried in the dirt, it experiences some pressure from the soil, it gets watered again and again and again, and it weathers some stormy days, and it sits there in the heat of the sun, that seed begins to lose its outer shell, and it starts to sprout, and life begins to burst forth out of it. The grain in this passage is us, new creations. You and I are that grain of wheat. And we have this hard outer shell that we've been using to protect ourselves and to get our needs met. It's called our flesh. It's our talents and our resources and our abilities working independently of God to make life work for us. Except that God wants us to rely on him. And so sometimes in the middle of the hardship of life, we feel like we're buried or the circumstances are pressuring us. Some storm of life comes or some heated circumstance overtakes us. And these things start to weaken and erode our flesh so that instead of relying on ourselves, we turn to Jesus and we depend on him and find that he is sufficient and that he is faithful. We get squeezed by the harshness of life in a broken creation in order that the life of Jesus would explode out of us. Sometimes we think that if we're facing hardship or if we're suffering in some way, it's because 
God has some grudge against us or like he's punishing us. But the truth of the matter is that God loves his kids and that he's always working for our good. We face all kinds of hard things because the world is prone to corruption, prone to decay. And yet out of those hard things, through those hard experiences, God can shape us and he can redirect us and discipline us and reveal his grace and his sufficiency to us. We get to experience the resurrection life of Jesus at work in our mortal bodies as we depend on him. I mean, have you ever wondered how some people have this incredible peace in the middle of the most tragic or horrific circumstances? How do they do that? It doesn't even make sense. Well, the thing is, it doesn't make sense unless you bring Jesus into the middle of those things. It doesn't make sense unless you believe and you know and you've experienced, at least in some way, that regardless of what's going on in life, regardless of situations and circumstances, Jesus is faithful. Jesus is kind and Jesus is good. That he empowers, that he sustains, that he really is the source of life and strength for day-to-day living, even when life seems to have exploded with bad things. We have an opportunity in our suffering to experience the real-time, right-now, abundant life of Jesus, the abundant life that he promised to us in John 10.10. That's his grace at work in our lives. I know that sometimes life is really hard, Many of you know better than I do just how hard it really is. And so I want to encourage you that it's okay to admit that life is painful sometimes. Jesus can handle it when we say the quiet part out loud. Uh, And I want to encourage you not to give up, but instead press into Jesus. Trust him. Even be willing to acknowledge, like Paul did, that when we can't, God can. That when we're weak, he's strong. And through it all, Know that he is for you, not against you. I love that Psalm 23 carries on to say that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for he is with us. His rod and his staff comfort us. Suffering is real, but God's presence is equally real, and there's nothing to fear. He's with us. Nothing in the created world can separate us from the love of God that is ours in Christ Jesus. Hardship, suffering, and pain, they're not an indication that you've wandered off track, and they aren't an indication that Jesus has left you to figure out life on your own. He will never leave you. He will never abandon you. He is leading you to a better place. And even in the middle of the storm, you are being loved, carried, and fashioned into the likeness of the Savior. So hold on tight to Jesus. And until we see you next time, remember, we are recreated.